Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico from the Made in China podcast and Sourcefine Asia. Um, this is a, this is a Made in China podcast first, you know, another one. I had the pleasure of traveling with one of my my clients. Um, his name is Gus Mello. He runs a company called Hella Fitness in Hawaii. They do uh, CrossFit training. They have like a gym uh, where they 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 train people in CrossFit, and he competes. And they also sell CrossFit equipment. They're a distributor in Hawaii. So he came down to China for the first time. We'd been working together for probably about four months prior to that. And uh, you know, we traveled to using Guangzhou. Came to Canton Fair. Uh, visited a, an apparel factory in Guangzhou. Went up all the way to Qingdao, then Ruzhou, then uh, Nantong, which I, I've st- I've talked about before in the podcast. And uh, and then finally. We spent a, a nice night slash day in in Shanghai, and we really just had a good time.、Um, I think it was a very educational experience for him coming to China for the first time. It was an educational experience for me, being you know with a client and and seeing how they view the factories versus how I view the factories. You know,、um, so I think you guys might enjoy this podcast. It's short, super sweet. We were actually hanging out in, I believe, I want to say the Sheraton. In Shanghai, it was like on the ninety-first floor. I'm gonna post a picture up of us sitting at the bar, and that's gonna be the podcast、uh, our artwork. And I'll, I'll probably post a picture of the like the the view from from the from that uh, bar uh, slash restaurant. But it was it was amazing.、Uh, I, I fell in love with Shanghai.、I、definitely need to、uh, need to go back there soon. But yeah, without further ado, enjoy the episode. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. We are hanging out at the Park Hyatt, what ninety-first floor in Shanghai. Shanghai. Beautiful view of the city. How long have you been in China now? Like ten days. Ten days now, yeah. What do you? What's your feeling? Like, what? What? What's your experience been like? Ten days. Where have you been? First of all, like, <laughs> you've been to quite a few places. Yeah,、what's、quite a few places.、Yeah. So,、uh, arriving in, in Hong Kong. Yep. Then spent a night over there. That was pretty amazing too. See some friends and old friends. Yep. Get some drinks and then Guangzhou. We hang out. Do the Met a lot of new people. Yeah,、um, it's like three, three or four days in Guangzhou.、Right? Three or four days in Guangzhou, included the the Canton Fair. Canton、so、Fair. Canton Fair for a couple days、it、was、uh, was pretty good, pretty good. Not a lot of, not not a lot of、um, fitness equipment、yep. I would have worked with, but was was good overall. Was pretty productive.、Yeah. And then Nantong, I mean Qingdao. Qingdao for a day. There's so many names now. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> so Qingdao, Qingdao, Rizhou as well. Rizhou, we city just outside of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rizhou, yeah. And、um, what else? A couple more. So it was、uh, more t- Qingdao, Rizhou, and then Nantong. Yeah. So we flew flew to Qingdao. Flew Qingdao. Then drove to Rizhou, went back to Qingdao, then flew to Nantong. Nantong, yeah. yeah. Now, now Shanghai. Now Shanghai. Yeah. yeah. Favorite city so far?、Uh, Shanghai. Shanghai, really, really. <laughs> Hands down, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, man. I, 
I love it. I love it. Like the the whole experience. I guess yeah. um, it's just different feeling. It's a different feeling. Different feeling. Um, here, a little bit more organized, um, but doesn't feel much as China. Yeah. You know, even when you go to the small, small streets where yep. the people are talking and just sitting in the streets, cooking the streets, <laughs> but it still don't feel like China. But if you yeah. go to Guangzhou or other small towns, you definitely feel like. Uh, more like China, the food. It's deeper. Deep, deeper for sure. Yeah. Like the thing is, I, I I go back and forth. Like I actually I like that. I like the the craziness to a certain extent. But I could definitely see myself in Shanghai in the future as well. <laughs> <laughs> just just based on my experiences in the last twenty four hours. Well, we can see you in a few places, brother. <laughs> in the next few years. Like, yeah, Hong Kong, Shanghai. Columbia. I mean, the world is my oyster. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm young. Why not? Same here. Yeah, love it. So, uh, I guess, can you give? Uh, obviously, I'll introduce like when I rec- when I uh, do the intro, I'll talk about who you are and. Yeah. But can you just talk about like what you do? Uh, what is your business philosophy? Things like that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, start about start with fitness about ten years ago. Did um physiology exercise in college so always in love with helping people um, make people feel better about themselves and um, I think that's how I started this business uh, now we do importing from from China uh, fitness equipment most of it it's a functional training um, aspect right like the people I guess changing right now for the 21 24 hours fitness to um, something more to help them better. Yeah. They'll not just look good, but like feel good and know how to move better and stuff like that. This is something that I'm learning as well. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so what what is the benefit of doing like functional training versus, you know, just lifting, doing curls, like traditional weight Yeah, lifting? for sure. That's what I actually most of people have questions about. So when you isolate like on the muscle, um, it can help to grow or make firm or depends like how it stimulus you put it on yeah. but normally you do one muscle at a time yeah. right even if you do squat but you do on a smith machine on a leg press um, you engage most like uh, a specific muscle or a specific group of muscle but when you do a free squat or a deadlift it's a multi-joint mu- like movement and you engage much more um, muscles at the same time so it helps you to burn more calories and get stronger overall and that is more transferable to a day- day-to-day life so um, when you do bicep curls what do you really do if you have a big biceps yeah. drink beer like it's just to show you know but if you do a lot of pull-ups you're gonna have the gun show, gun show. <laughs> that's important too but if you do a lot of pull-ups at the same time you strengthen your back you have a better posture uh, you engage your core when you do it so it's uh, a lot about I work a lot with CrossFit too, so it's a big mix yep. between functional training, cardio, and Olympic lifting. So it's it's great overall, great overall. So I guess people are notice more and more right now uh, how beneficial that is, and it's for me, it's for the the, the normal population, not just athletes. Uh, I love to work with athletes. Uh, I compete myself, but um, I really like to make a difference in the. And the people that don't know a lot about exercise or never done before. In terms of exercise, what do you think is the biggest mistake that people make when they're working out? What do you think the biggest mistake is for that? And then what do you think is the biggest mistake people have, biggest uh, assumption people have when it comes to like losing fat around their 
belly. On your belly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they think like they do an abdominal work. Exactly. They're gonna lose fat on the belly. I just learned. <laughs> I just learned that because I mean, for a while I was doing like I don't know, like a hundred sit-ups. You uh -huh. know, they, every time I worked out, or at least every two days or whatever. Like it didn't really change anything. <laughs> <laughs> it won't change anything. Yeah. It's very important to uh, to do it right. Sit-ups or uh, anything for core can be isometric exercise or crunches or lifter like whatever you want to do it's a great because the core it's very important right? that's how you protect your back but at the same time um, it's all about nutrition to be honest yeah. 70% of all nutrition 30% you pull out on the gym right um, I love circuits I try to, to work with circuits as much as I can with the clients uh, that I think takes more beneficial helps to burn fat um, using different uh, resources of energy on your body. It can be the body fat, um, not just the carbohydrates you just ate during the day. Yeah. They use to, to produce energy, but use your own resource to do that. Um, when you lift weights, a lot of people think they're going to lift weights, they're going to become stronger. Um, at one point it's true, but what you see on TV and you read in the magazines, like it's... Um, not really true. Not really true. <laughs> so the girls think like, oh, I'm not gonna do arms because I'm gonna look so muscular. Like they don't even know, like the muscular girls, like how much work they put into it. Jean, right? Jean was asking me about that before. She was like, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like a man. Yeah, and, and like, it never will. <laughs> you're not gonna look like a dude. Never, unless you start to take like hormones for that like, yeah. kind of testosterone or whatever. But it's it's so much. Um, even the girls like you guys see, like people see in a magazine or they're competing in the cross CrossFit Games it's people they, they didn't start like 5-10 years ago they started when they're young you know they already have like a really huge background with sports so um, when you see somebody that you know are muscular already it's because they've been swim team swimming for th three hours a day yeah, 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 yeah. and they're working out and eating so well like a, like a Serena Williams type exactly yeah person. it's a whole life yeah doing it's a tennis whole life yeah since she was like five you know? <laughs> exactly so, so um, why did you feel the need to come to China? Um, so I, I started um, with, with all SFA, uh, the, the import goods. And um, I met some people a few years ago when uh, I decided to, to do something about like getting good fitness equipment uh, with affordable prices. Uh, decided to do it in Brazil, ended up didn't work well. Opened a gym in Boston. And then end up selling the gym, moving to Hawaii. Um, and now in Hawaii, I really see like it's a huge potential for us to do that. So we started about eight months ago. And the first few orders I did by myself, um, it wasn't that good. <laughs> it wasn't that good. So it was a lot of mistakes, um, a lot of miscommunication with the, the Chinese Chinese people. Um, we, we use not direct, directly with the factory, it was a trade company to do the imports. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of so miscommunication. You the, you the Chinese trading company. Chinese trading, yeah. 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 So I had a, a really good friend who used to live um, in China before, and he was the one that gave me contact, a few contacts, and I started from there. Okay. Um, but then I started to work with SFA, and definitely was like a, a game changing. Um, learning together with you guys um, about how to find like a best, better factories and see the potential on them and see if they can trust on us and see the potential on our business as well. Obviously, um, our production got delayed. Yeah, that's 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 it was 
is a difficult process, which is something <laughs> that happens. It happens. Um, but I guess my question: what, what is the biggest difference between when you were doing it yourself versus when you started working with us? Um, definitely, like a, a trust was. I think it increased, like because of working with Americans or just foreigners here, not directly just with Chinese because I'm from Brazil yeah. so I kind of know how those things goes right so if you're dealing with Chinese and they're going to deal with the factory they might you know might be friends or yeah. family and stuff yeah. like that so you can get uh, kind of screw up with the order we placed this time um, I think the process to place the order was definitely better um, but unfortunately we didn't find a good factory to deal with and then um, have this big del delay for like four months yeah. uh, hurt our business a little bit and that's one of the reasons like we decide okay I'm gonna go um, just spend some time there visit the factories and make sure I can touch the products and talk to the people that um, in charge to produce them or design them whatever and um, with that I actually saw more opportunities and met more people yeah. uh, that opened my eyes for different style of business or different products I can carry as well so yeah I mean um, the factory that we found was a mix of a trading company slash factory and the products that they made were good but the products that they were outsourcing were not so much yeah. uh, apart from the bumper plates right yep. but um, yeah no I think it's, it's a learning experience and I, I think it's super important I always recommend people like come to China that's come yeah. and then you understand the process a little bit more you understand that um, there are certain things that have to be like nailed before you place an order yeah. if you want to get everything that you want to get yeah if I can give like advice um, no matter how, how desperate you are about placing an order and get your products in your hand uh, I suggest like take as much time as you can because that's how I think you can minimize the risk yep. and like more rush you put into more rush you express to the factory faster they're gonna do your order more mistakes they're gonna make yep. and I think to avoid that uh, you need to give yourself uh, more room like I didn't have a lot of time and then I decide to kind of place the order and push the order but um, we definitely go for a different format when I come back to us um, biggest lesson learned in 10 days in China uh, don't take too many shots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, big line, yeah. I think you just have to come. Emerging on the on this nation is so beautiful. People are awesome. The factory owners are really nice. They they want your business. They I think a lot of them they value you too. And if you show respect, you show you also care about about them. Um, you can build like a lot of good relationships, and especially when you physically come. To, yeah. Like they, they're like, oh, okay, this guy is really serious. Oh, like yeah. he flew out from the U.S. and mm -hmm. he's in freaking Nantong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they're like, okay, yeah. Okay. We'll, which translates to like, okay, we'll drive you to Shanghai, which is four hours away for yeah, free. That's awesome. Yeah, the people has like <laughs> such a big heart. Yeah. Uh, like another device, if you come, make sure you plan ahead. Where do you go? Uh, who's who's going with you? Um, SFA like it's definitely a great, you know, uh, resource, and they can help you out like with flights and what would that what, what, would that what would that have been like if you were doing this trip by yourself? Like, oh man, <laughs> that would be interesting. Like uh, I travel so many parts of the world, but 
here, if you get out of the, the big towns, the people don't speak English, man. Yep. And uh, if you arrive in Hong Kong, it's like, hey, it's awesome. Like, I can move around. I can do this, take trains. Like, great. You got on the mainland. You <laughs> It's like, oops, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, definitely harder to find people that speak English. So <clears throat> organize, get someone that can translate for you. Um, it's definitely a little extra cost, but I think uh, we'll pay off in the end. You know, going back to Wes with a kind of happy heart. <laughs> Make Speak, sure. Speaking of translations, things like that, obviously you've been working very closely with Gene. Mm-hmm. Gene works for me. What do you think about Gene? Oh, Gene is awesome. Man, such a good person, very calm, very relaxed. Um, kind of like starts, I think, understanding how the the Western <laughs> set of mind is yeah. and uh, start to understand more about the business and she's um, tried to help as much as much she could uh, I think like she starts to even understand more about the products now uh, have like a better better scene it's like oh this color doesn't really match or yeah. you know that doesn't look good and I think like develop that relationship with her uh, moving forward is going to help us a lot to make a, like a, a strong brand and have a good product arriving in the US. Definitely, um, it's not a one-time trip. <laughs> have to come back, yeah. have to continue. Yeah, I'll be back for sure. Yeah, but, I, I, um, I feel the same way as yeah. uh, from the consultant side. Um, obviously, I understand the dealing with factories part, the communication and project management aspect, but the product, every product is different yeah. and you have specific requirements that you want for your product. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I had another client who was doing CrossFit equipment, maybe they don't care as much about quality. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's like those are things. So being with you physically and you pointing out the things that are important to you helped me a lot to understand what your requirements are. So that's 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 another thing I think is like when you're working with somebody else, it's like taking that time to really explain to them what you want versus them guessing. You know. Yeah, I think that's super important. Huge. <laughs> Obviously, big for Gene and anybody else that you work with. Yeah. Great, right, great time here, man. You gotta, you gotta catch a flight. So <laughs> this is the end of end of the podcast. Anything else you wanna say before? No, come to China. Come to China. Amazing place. Uh, beautiful. Great food. Great people. Definitely a place you can uh, do work, do business, and have some fun. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna the podcast. Uh, picture it's gonna be us doing the what was that the, the greeting the, the, the greeting um, I'll look it up the name again for you the greeting where we touch forehead <laughs> and nose it looks like we're about to kiss there you go but that's that's gonna be it's the breeding bro the breeding part is important okay. alright man alright man